Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Hey, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Just caused a real kerfuffle backstage. <laughs> um, I, was, I went in and grabbed a piece of gum. And then I held the piece of gum out lengthwise, and then I just bit a little piece of it off, chewed it a few times, swallowed it, then bit the next piece off and was ready to do the same. Yeah. And Alexis looked at me like I had two heads. She like, goes, you eat gum really weirdly. What are you doing? Why are you, what are you doing? What's are you swallowing happening? it? Just biting it off in pieces and swallowing it? Anyway, I guess that's an intro to food news. Everybody hungry? Mm-hmm. Let go. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! All right, open up this uh, linky-dinky, D-Bone, and you do the same, Rocco. We've heard places described as a hole in the wall. It's usually a term of endearment about a place. Oh, this great little hole-in-the-wall spot. Well, in Japan, there is a new restaurant that is an actual hole in the wall. <laughs> Imagine a oh, cement cool. wall. You're walking along the sidewalk. And then there's a hole. You don't walk inside of the hole. The employees are inside of the hole. They've entered through a rear access point. Oh, it's a cafe. And then they just will hand you stuff through the wall. Like, all you see is their hand. You don't really see it. Describe the hand. It's furry. Like hairy knuckles? Yes, it looks like a Muppet hand. That's exactly it. Yeah, I I have gloves like that. Well, this apparently is a uh, an actual literal hole-in-the-wall cafe in Japan, <laughs> and apparently the intent is, this is from Sora News 24, the intent is to help employees who have struggled with some sort of a mental disorder or social anxiety through oh. the pandemic, and now as they try to get acquainted with socializing again, this is a place for them to safely work without having to directly interact face-to-face with customers. Right. So you would come up to the wall and you would talk through this cement hole, jagged looking, by the way. It's not like a perfect hole, so it looks almost like they would have, a set designer would have built this. Yes. And then you say, hey, I want a caramel macchiato and a croissant. And then they say, okay, one second. And then they go in <laughs> and they make it and they are wearing a giant Muppet hand, furry. I love that. And it. then they hand the drink out to you and hand you your croissant. And the drinks look absolutely fun and delicious. Mm-hmm. They're fruity. Some of them are whipped creamy. They're whip just, creamy. I have to say, the Japanese seem so fun. So creative yes like they're always doing something outside the box i want to go to japan i do too i want to go to tokyo me too i also kind of want to go to like beijing okay and i just want to uh i want to explore parts of asia yeah and see some of the things uh that they have done in fact oddly sort of unrelated kind of related disney shanghai disney i believe it is yeah they had to create their Tomorrowland, you know, mm-hmm. Tomorrowland where Space Mountain is. They had to create that differently when they did Shanghai Disney because if you actually go to Shanghai, it is Tomorrowland. 
They do unbelievable feats of engineering with the design of their buildings and the yes. technology that's infused into the urban infrastructure there. And so they have yeah. to think differently, which is why, instead of doing an update on Space Mountain, that's where they first launched the ride Tron, based on the movies Tron, where you get on those light cycles, and it really looks cool. But that's how advanced that, that, that place is. And parts of Asia, Asia just seem like they really are cutting edge with yeah, some stuff. Now I this, agree. I get it. This is a hole in the wall cafe. This is a hole in a cement wall with a Muppet glove, and they're handing you your drinks. But it's cute, and it's creative. It's creative. It's outside the box. Like, they're always doing something that generates happiness. Yes. They're candy. They're, ca they're Kit Kat bars. <laughs> are all different flavors. Oh, Green no. apple. Get, get, raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> they just... I just love it. They're purses that they sell for women. They're like, hello, kitty. You know, and you see grown women walking around with these bags that just, you know, exude happiness. Yeah. Like me today. Yeah. You're so <laughs> fun today, right? I'm fun. Does it feel good to be fun? I'm always fun. <laughs> I just have to temper you. Huh? And you're fun. I want to tell you a story. I'm a professional. About McDonald's. Back to McDonald's. Okay. You know how you go to McDonald's and the McFlurry machine, you're ready to buy a McFlurry. You're like, great, I'm go let's stop for a McFlurry. And then you go there and they say, oh, we're sorry, the McFlurry machine, machine is down. Is that like a shake? That's kind of like a shake. Okay. Kind of like a blizzard. Kind of like a McDonald's okay, blizzard. Okay, but it's not a slushy. It's a Not shake. a slushy. It's a okay. thick concrete mixer style of an uh, ice cream situation. Sounds amazing. The machine goes down a lot. So it's not abnormal for you to say, I'd like a, an M&M McFlurry, and then they say, we're sorry, our machine is down. This has happened for years. And it's caused all sorts of issues to the point where some people have said, we have to be able to, to fix this somehow. Some, uh, there was an entrepreneurial business that actually designed a way for the franchise owners to fix the McFlurry machine on their own. But then someone pushed back and said, no, you cannot offer them this third-party solution. We, like the McDonald's umbrella or something, governing body, I don't know. They have to be the ones that fix it. Well, the feds are now looking into why the McFlurry machines go down so often and why franchise owners don't have a readily accessible option for them to fix their own machines. And this apparently... The feds? The feds! What? Because this apparently has to do with uh, President Biden put out some sort of a thing, let's call it, let's use uh, intellectual political terms, signed something earlier about different industries having the right to fix their own equipment so that it didn't require extra expenses. Okay. So this means medical equipment, manufacturing, agriculture, all sectors, including food and beverage, I guess. Okay. All and right. so now the feds are looking into it like, why are you putting up a stop sign and making it difficult for these folks to fix these problems on these expensive machines? They're trying to break through some of that stuff. Mm. And apparently... It's even gone to the McFlurry machine. Uh, the Today Show had it up on their Instagram this morning. Oh, interesting. I saw it on a couple other websites as well. So they're trying to figure out how to fix the McFlurry machine once and for all. And if it is always going to break, it better be, uh, there better be a quick way to fix it. Mm. Well, that's good. Good news. I didn't realize that they break down all the time. It's a thing. So sometimes you'll go to get one and they'll say, sorry, the machine's down? Yeah, that's a real bummer. Imagine going to Wendy's and you're like, I got my eye on a Frosty. Sorry, our Frosty machine is down. You know it never breaks the Frosty machine. 
Yeah. I have a follow-up question. Yep. Do you have a Biden impression? You're kind of known for your presidential impressions. I was going to try it right there. I don't do it well. Everybody tells me it leans more Jimmy Stewart. There's a guy on TikTok who I impersonate his impersonations. And he does. It's very much like a Donald. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's always like he starts a I presidential think you have to address. Squint your eyes a little. Come on, man. <laughs> Why are you in my house? That's not bad. I'm liking it. It's not good, but I think not as bad as this one, which is frankly. <laughs> Tremendous, many people. You know our boss loves when you do these. I know. That's why I always have to do. I always have to. If I do one, I need to do another. That's right. So I need to do a Democrat. That's why. That's why I worked on an Obama for so long. Exactly. College pop culture knowledge next. You should call us right now. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We don't know the topic. We'll find it out together. But call. It might be your lucky day. You could win a prize. Game time next on Don and Steve from the fair. Zip it, Rocco. It's freezing out here. Yeah, it's so cold. But is That's it raining? the only is story today. I have to tell you, there are, uh, there are obviously some Minnesota bros who are just tougher than me. They're yeah. walking around in their shorts, but I know, I know that things are tightening up on them. I understand that. I am so cold, and I'm a total baby about it today. It, it, you know, we don't walk out here, Rocco. We're, we're, we're during the show, obviously, you know, we're just standing. And there's something to be said for body heat, getting the blood moving, which helps you stay warmer. It's this is the chilliest I've ever been at the I fair. almost brought a heater this morning, and I went, ah, it's not going to be that cold. A heater? What do you mean? A like, space heater? Yeah. Who are you gonna, what were you going to lug this space heater in with? We were bringing a dolly? It's not that big. It's just a little space heater. Oh, I'm imagining like the, like the tall ones we have like in our, or like the baby's room that are like two feet tall. No. I just see Donna I dragging it in by its cord. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's play. <laughs> It's time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quizball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. <laughs> DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I, I should have looked up what uh, they call me in France. It's like... Oh. Um, Jacques Jacques Lobster. Jacques DJ Lobster. Jacques Lobster. <laughs> lobster. Oh, oh, lobster. Um, okay, anyways, DJ Rock Lobster is bringing you today's trivia. You know I always like to celebrate obscure holidays today. Yeah, what is today? It's National Skyscraper Day. Yeah. I love skyscrapers. It's time to appreciate the beautiful architecture and construction of some of the world's tallest buildings. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to quiz you on famous skyscrapers, but I am going to quiz you on pop culture things that perhaps share a name with a famous skyscraper. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I thought so. like it. And here to play along and hopefully win a My Talk t-shirt is Alexis. Hey, Alexis, welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Where are you, uh, where are you off to today? Oh, I have the day off, so I'm at home in South Minneapolis. Oh, good oh, for you. Get it going, girl. Um, Thank boy, you. I don't, have a, I don't Steve, have a good read on this. Yeah, what? Can I just tell you, I am mm-hmm. now an everyday 5 a.m. riser, thanks to you. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I am not. So you took my challenge and turned it into a lifestyle, whereas I treated it as a 30-day challenge. This is amazing. How have you benefited, in 30 seconds or less, how have you benefited from rising early in the day? Just feeling like I've got time to myself before the family gets up. I do a That's... Sudoku every morning. Right? Oh, good for you. It's all about margin in our life, right? That's what makes you feel better is when you have margin 
in your day. Uh, the one that you hear sighing beside me is the apathetic one. She is <laughs> atrophy skinned in human form. I got up before six today. Thank you. Um, you know what? Okay, is it Abby? Is it no? It's Alexis. Alexis, I'm going to guess your age now based on the sound of your voice. I've been doing it uh, during our time out here at the state fair, and I hope that you don't take any offense at this. I got to go with my gut on this one, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to say that you are 47 years young. I'm 48. Oh my Steve God, Steve! Oh. You're on a roll. Wow. This That's is great. pretty good. All right, Alexis, time for you to decide who you would like to team up with, Team Donna or Team Steve. Well, who feels like they need more help? Uh, mm. well, I think we both have even knowledge in the world of skyscrapers and pop culture, <laughs> <Probably>. as obscure <laughs> as this is. Okay, I'm going to go. Let's go with Donna today. Okay, okay. all right. I'm going to run out there, Hi, and I'll Steve. be back. All right, Alexis, stand okay. by. I'll try to do my best for you. Sounds good. All okay. right, Donna. Okay, again, I'm not actually quizzing you on skyscrapers. I'm quizzing you on pop culture things that share names with famous skyscrapers. Okay. Ready for this one? Not really. You are probably going to know some of these. Okay. Okay, number one, Willis Tower. Ever heard of it? Nope. It used to be the Sears Tower. Ah. It's the 23rd tallest skyscraper in the world. It used to be number one. Wow. But anyways, Willis Tower, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis became a household name on the <laughs> 80s detective show Moonlighting. Yes. Who was his beautiful detective partner? Sybil Shepherd. 14th tallest building is Central Park Tower. What streaming service is the musical adult animated sitcom Central Park on? Oh, uh, I'll go back to that. Empire State of Mind is a 2009 song that features what two musical artists? Alicia Keys. Empire State of No, is that right? Uh, M and John Legend? I don't know. Empire No, it's like a rap guy. Empire State of Mind is like Kanye. Shoot. All right, you got Alexis. She's she's young. She's hip. She's cool. She okay, let's see. Uh, let's bring her back. So, Alexis. Number one I know is right. Okay, we'll skip the yeah. Willis Tower one. Okay, Central Park Tower. What streaming service is the musical adult animated sitcom Central Park on? I believe it's Apple Plus. Okay, we will take that. And Empire State of Mind, 2009 Jam, features what two musical artists? Yeah, you're right about Alicia Keys, for sure, and I don't know who the other person is. I'm sorry, Donna. Mm. No, don't be sorry. It's your prize at stake here. Let's see. He's probably going to do worse than that. He'll get the last question for sure. I think so. Yeah, but I'll go get him. Hold okay. on. Please hold. Good job. All right, Alexis, you did all right. <laughs> I'll be curious to see if he knows number one. I will uh, I'll maybe give you guys a half point for the last one if, uh, if it comes to that. Okay, he's coming. Here he comes. Okay. All right, here we go. Stevie Boy, putting the headphones on. Blah, 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 blah. All right, guys. He just Googled all the tallest skyscrapers in the world. Do you know I, what I, the number one is? Um, I'm, it's got to be It's got to be something or just tell in me the country. Asia. I'm going to go. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go uh, uh, Dubai. Correct. Yeah. Dubai. Dubai. There's 163 Bye. floors of the Dubai. Burj Khalifa. Yes. Ooh. Which Tom Cruise ran down. In his last Mission Impossible oh, movie. That's right. That's amazing. 163 floors. The next one is 128. Shanghai wow. Tower. 
Shanghai. But no, I, I did not list anything named Burj Khalifa. I should okay. have. I should have done a Wiz Khalifa question. I did not. Oh, it would have been good. Yeah, man. But I did do this question. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. The Willis Tower. You heard of it? Never. It used to be the Sears Tower. Oh, heard it of used it. to be the tallest building in the world. Now it's number 23. Oh, my. Anyways, Willis Tower, Bruce Willis. He became a household name on the 80s detective show Moonlighting. Who was his beautiful detective partner on that show? Patty McBride. <laughs> the 14th tallest building in the world is the Central Park Tower. What streaming service is the musical adult animated sitcom Central Park on? Hulu. And Empire State of Mind is a 2009 song that features what two musical artists? Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Okay, Moonlighting? Um, who was you on with? Blonde Hair. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the show. Um, blonde Hair... I'm going to stick with Patty McBride. My gut is there on that one. And are you going to stick with Hulu on Central Park? <laughs> I'm going to stick with Hulu. Okay. Okay. I think All we right. got good news for Alexis. Um, yeah. Moonlighting, Bruce Willis, Willis Tower. Uh, his partner was Sybil Shepard. Oh, dang. Central Park streams on yeah. Apple TV+. Plus. That's oh, what Alexis yeah. said. Dang. And Steve got Jay-Z and Alicia Keys right. So it was uh, two and a half to one, right? Um, yes. So, yeah. Donna and Alexis win. Yay! Yay! Okay. Yeah! Woo! Congratulations! She gets a t-shirt. Yeah! Way to go, Steve! They just high-five. <laughs> I, well, we only high-five because I was actually waving to the sheriffs that waved, but Donna thought I was saying, like, give me a high-five, oh, so yeah. then I got pressured into it. <laughs> no, I hate when that happens. All uh, right, Alexis, enjoy your shirt. Have a great rest you of your day. Bye. Bye. You guys going to get tipsy or what do you Yeah, we'll get tipsy. Okay, here we go. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 I'm going to tell you how to stay out of the hospital this Labor Day weekend. All righty then. No, but listen, seriously, come Tuesday, we're always reporting on, you know, the news always reporting on people who get hurt in a boating accident or that type of thing, yeah, barbecues, yeah. all of that. Yep, so yep, yep, yep. here, I'll just run down the five things, and then if you have follow-up questions, you may proceed. Wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. Be careful around water. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. Be prepared. With any conditions that you may encounter can, you know, re- regarding what you're doing and be COVID-19 safe, okay? All right. If you're not fully vaccinated, stay home Labor Day weekend. And if you are vaccinated, it's a good idea to continue social distancing and wearing a mask and all that. Okay, any follow-up questions? Um, no. I did ride a motorcycle, and when you say wear a helmet, I, 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 I personally, because I know that my brain is inside of my head, can't imagine not wearing a helmet. Because even if it's not your fault, if it's the bozo in front of you and you fall off and you smack your head on concrete, concrete is undefeated when it comes to matchups with the human skull. Right, trees. My dad made me read a book before I rode rode a motorcycle. It was called Proficient Motorcycling. As straightforward as it sounds, the intro of the book was about a guy who got into a motorcycle accident, did have his helmet on, uh, but wasn't practicing safe driving in uh, his... 
his head detached from his body. Oh, my gosh. And it was inside of the helmet. So wow. I share that because I don't have a good reason. He had a helmet on. He had a helmet on. Wow. See, and now all the people who are like, ah, see, that's why I don't wear a helmet. Yeah, that's why I don't ride a motorcycle. That's a there better option. I gave it up, too, Donna. By the way, worry. how is your friend Nick? I know he had a little accident on a scooter or something. Uh, no, he started to uh, use a skateboard, skateboard at my house. Uh, he does not skateboard and drove down our rode down our driveway, fell off like a ton of bricks, just fell. Didn't You could tell he didn't realize he was falling until he was an inch off of the ground. And uh, he broke his elbow. What? <laughs> yeah, first he broken did? boat of his life. Yeah. That's not good whenever you're scheduling a move. Oh, no. So he's in a sling for four weeks. Oh, no. And then they'll see where it is from there. But, yeah. This is like day one of his visit to you guys, basically? To the you? very first evening. Yep. Yeah. It's like my brother and his wife. First day, they hit a deer and totaled their car. Yeah, and the deer. And the deer. Oh, dear. When we come back, a uh, little Ted Lasso news for you. If you like Ted Lasso, Donna dug up a story about one of the famous characters from that show. We think you're going to dig that. Uh, that and more. When we come back, it's the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Uh, we're going to be out here all the way until 12 o'clock, and then Colleen and Bradley will come in. Uh, they've got their show, and then we've got LoJ from 3 to 6, all here on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. So if you're out in the fairgrounds and need to pop a squat... We've got some chairs, and I think we've got some dry bleachers, too, if you need to yeah. just take a load off. It's covered, so if you're looking to get in from out of the rain. I don't know if I've ever been this cold. Really? Colleen and Bradley, if you're listening, wear hoodies, bring hand warmers and feet warmers, and a space heater. We need to walk. We need to walk Yeah, let's go. Where's our coffee, right man? Hannah. Hannah. Sucks. She's the worst. We thought that would warm us up. All right. In the meantime, let me tell you a story. Okay. So there is a fan theory that I think is very funny that the Ted Lasso character, Roy Kent, is computer generated. Isn't that funny? Computer. Oh, think he about is rather him. stiff. Yes. He's super stiff. He he just he doesn't really move a lot. He doesn't he's not animated at all when he speaks. And so it's all thanks to this user on Reddit who said, I just started watching the pilot and I'm up to the scene where Roy is called into Ted's office. Am I crazy or does he look like a complete CGI character? I do wonder what this guy is like in real life cuz he plays curmudgeon so committed in the show where he rarely even quacks a smile. I think he's very similar because I listened to a clip of him this morning in our service. And unless he's doing it on purpose, um, because this guy, he got wind of it, you know, this whole theory. Right. And made a final statement on the matter with a video using an animated filter on his face. And I think there's profanity in it, but he said there's a bleeping load of mad bleep happening on the internet today as usual. I just want to clear up something once and for all. I am a completely real, normal human man. <laughs> who, human just, man. <laughs> who just who just happens to live in a uh, what's that word? In a VFX house? And does normal human basic things like rendering and buffering and transferring data. <laughs> So there you have it. That's funny. That's, That's a funny. funny response. I got a kick out of that. That's funny. But it was really cute. Uh, Y'all up to date on Teddy Lasso? Lasso no, I'm not. No, are you? No, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on the second season. 
I think I'm through six episodes on season two. I have to say, I don't know if I'll stick with this Just after stick this. With I, it. I like it, don't love it. It's not really, it's not really tickling my fancy. Did you like it, and then it went south, or have you sort of been lukewarm? I've always the whole time? felt this way. Do you like I, soccer? I, I'm indifferent. Okay. I think they might be trying too hard with the dialogue this season. Yeah, I, I agree. Some episodes, some scenes are overwritten. The egg is a touch overcooked. Yeah. But but it still wins you with the, the, the winsomeness of Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. It's still just really touching. It is. He's, his character is just very sweet, very darling. Um, in other TV news, I came across this story that uh, Jeopardy James, James Holzhauer, uh, is not really holding back when it comes to his reactions to Mike Richards firing. We already had a story the other day about how he was like, good riddance. Oh, Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Yeah, yeah. So now he posted something. He wrote, do I think Mike Richards, this is on Twitter, by the way. Do I think Mike Richards' podcast comments were appropriate for polite society? No. But did he deserve the benefit of the doubt for the job he did running Jeopardy? Also, no. Hmm. So clearly so, James Holzhauser's had some behind-the-scenes stuff because he also tweeted, Some judged Mike Richards solely on his podcast comments and formed a negative opinion. But I judged him by the way he treated people backstage at Jeopardy oh. and formed a much stronger negative opinion. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. I wonder so, how much of Mike Richards he was seeing backstage. Clearly enough to form an opinion, but that doesn't always mean a lot. Or, I don't know, do you catch somebody on a bad day or something like that? That's or, true. Or is there, you know, validity to, to what he's saying? I, I don't know. Like maybe people who saw you with your kids yesterday were like, this guy's got his kid on a leash. <laughs> he looks mad i'm sure i, I don't did. like that guy i look mad even when i'm not mad no i do no like if you see you have resting bitch face i do i have resting <laughs> intense face like i furrow furrow my brow a lot really and yes all the time and uh so i think my resting face looks stressed and i'm not i used to play the guitar um like at our youth group like a part of the worship team, loved it, loved playing the guitar. It was so fun, loved playing music. And I would have friends tell me <laughs> after youth group, dude, you look so mad when you're playing up there. Really? And I was like loving it. I think I just... You have intense face. Okay. I think I have intense face, yeah. We're always... I'm trying to think of you when you're sending an email, when I'm trying to talk to you about the show and want to punch you in the face, but... Sometimes you look like you're texting with your doctor, you know, <laughs> like it's so serious. What you, now that you say that, it's hard now for I, me to type. So anytime there's any effort that I need to put forth, I go furrowed. Really? Yeah, it's a stress face. Lou tells me you look stressed all the time. We've had fights before where I'm like, that's just that's just my face. Yeah, I can't. I'm not it. now. I'm stressed because you're telling me that I'm stressed when I don't feel stressed, and that immediately makes me stressed. But I'm not stressed. Okay. I just look stressed. You There's sound stressed too right now. I'm freezing. All right, it's very cold, you guys. This beast right. over here is just walking with a t-shirt on. I don't know <laughs> if he was just lived in a cave most of his life and is a tougher man than I. But there are people walking around in t-shirts and shorts 
and are just. But they're moving. They're probably drinking coffee. I think staying they're just warm, stronger people than we warm, are. Warm cookies. I think I would rather feel like this than be sweating. This is a. I need one more layer. I need a jacket. I I should have worn. You know, I didn't know. I almost didn't even bring this sweater with me. I was just going to wear short sleeves. And imagine how much of a problem I'd be right now if that was the case. I want to steal. These people just came up with jackets. I want to steal their jackets right off of their bodies oh, and just look wear at this them. Lovely family. It's so chilly out here. Um, let's go get some coffee. Okay. I'll get you a blankie. Okay. And then maybe we'll see if somebody has a space heater. <laughs> and I'll blow it at you. Oh. I have a fan in my room that's for cooling, but it also switches to heat. heat. Oh, that's so nice. So I should have just brought it. I should have. I know. Could have. Day late, it. dollar short. We only have an hour to go. Don't forget, though, tomorrow, if you are, I'll, I'll, I'll do that again. I'll do it like, I'll do it like it's an English <laughs> sentence this time. If you are out on the fairgrounds tomorrow, the Donna and Steve show is going to be broadcasting live from 1 until 3 p.m. We would love for you to stop by and uh, say hello. It's going to be a lot of fun from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. It is presented by the uh, Mammography Center at Park Nicollet. Very nice. So we'll be happy to have them uh, uh, propping us up tomorrow. Definitely. That's a great reminder. I have to make an appointment. For a mammogram. Yes. Yes. I always you have do it at the end it. of the summer. Yeah. That's really great, Donna. Do Thanks, it. Ladies, Steve. if you're out there listening and you know you're behind on it, we get it. It's not like a fun thing to go do. It's an important thing yes. to go do. So do it, do it, do it for those who love you in your life. When we come back, uh, we'll be at the top of the hour talking a little... Uh, movie news, the director behind Wonder Woman calling out streamers. Tell you why.